Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph. We'll start a new parak at the bottom of Lamud Lamed Amud Beis 30b. Um, today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Avra Ben Yaakov, Tuvia Ben Yaakov, and Monas Yonasan Ben Yosef. May the Neshamas have an Aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. Um, yeah, just just before we go into the Mishnah, I think just to give a little bit of a heads up to what we're going to be discussing, and that is. Um, we know that by Nadorim, I mean this we saw a few times in Nadorim, we've touched on it in Nazir as well, is that your intention needs to line up with what you say. And you can't, uh, you can't necessarily get away with, well, uh, well interesting enough, we say that if you say something totally not what you meant, or you, um, that they don't line up, the letter does not necessarily take effect, and that's often a Nidre toss. You know, like we saw, I mean, some examples are like we saw with bargaining, you know, says, I, I take a netter, I'll never sell this to you for less than uh, $200. Obviously, that's not what he means. He's just trying to, like, put uh, pressure. So that's a nidre toss. Also, too, if he thinks he thinks something's a reality and it turns out that he's totally mistaken, again, the netter is not how The netter doesn't take effect. However, yeah, now, why this, the, the current discussion in the mission is going to be specifically regarding Hegdesh, Hegdesh is sanctifying items, but as we'll tie it back into Nazirus, because both Hegdesh and Nazirus are types of Nadorim, sanctifying an item, say, one thing, this, this animal will be a korban, or I donate this to, a, to the temple, falls under the categories of a neder, it's a, a vow to give a donation. Um, and Nazirus also falls under the category of, of Nadorim, as we've seen very clearly. Um, interesting enough, Nazirus also falls under Hegdesh. It's, uh, it's in, I don't know, built into your vow to be a Nazir. Besides, for you might view it as a pious, as, as sanctifying yourself, but it's built into it is you're going to offer korbanot. So it's also an aspect of a neder. So. Um, yeah, so what we're going to go into is Hegdesh has slightly different rules to regular Nadorim. And then, and we'll go, once we've discussed Hegdesh, we'll then discuss how Nazirus fits in, because again, Nazirus is also some, like, a, like a Neder, but also like Hegdesh. Um, Yeah. Let's do the Mishnah, then I'll introduce the next point. So the Mishnah says, new parent says, hegdesh. If someone makes, declares something Hegdesh by mistake, it is still a Hegdesh. And we'll see in the Gemara the reason for that, and we'll see in the Gemara, and we'll see shortly the type of case we're discussing. And Basil will say, it is not Hegdesh. If you make something, just as again, if you take a neder on a false premise, the neder falls away. The, the neder is not hal, the neder doesn't take effect. And Shammai say, unlike by Hegdesh, Hegdesh it does. And Basil will say that no, it does not. Ketzad, what are examples of this machloikes? So Omar, if one says, If someone says, The black ox which leaves my house, maybe barn is better, which leaves my house first, it is Hegdesh. The Yotzolovon. And it's a white ox that comes out first. Um, again, what does it sound like he was saying? 
he's almost saying two conditions. It has to be a black ox and it has to leave the house first. That's the one that's Hegdesh. But then it says, V'yotza lofen and a white ox leaves first. Beis Shammah omrim Hegdesh, or Beis Hillel omrim Eino Hegdesh. Beis Shammah say it is Hegdesh. And Beis Hillel say it is not Hegdesh. We're going to discuss in the Gemara exactly what was his intent. Because again, if I specify, I want this to be Hegdesh, and then it doesn't turn out like that. Granted, it's a mistake, but why should it be Hegdesh? So we will establish, clarify this in the Gemara. But simply, Beis Shammah will hold his emphasis is the ox that comes out first. And therefore, he mentions black, but that's not so important. He thought it would be a black one, but his emphasis is the ox that comes out first. And therefore, the ox that comes out first, the white one, is actually Hegdesh. And again, we'll see the first opinion of the Gemara doesn't hold like that, but that's what we're looking at. Then a very similar halacha. Dinar Zohov Sheyale Biyadi Rishon Arehu Hegdesh. He puts his hand in his pocket and he says, the first gold coin that I pull out is... Uh, he sticks his hand into his wallet. And he says, the first gold coin I pick out is going to be Hegdesh. And he picks out a silver one. Beishamai said it is Hegdesh. And Beishilil said it is not Hegdesh. A barrel of wine that is taken out... That, that I pick up first will be Hegdesh, Shari Hegdesh, but also Shil Shemen, and he picks up a barrel of oil. Beishamah Omrim Hegdesh, or Beishilil Omrim Eino Hegdesh. Beishamah say it is Hegdesh, and Beishilil say it is not Hegdesh. Now, obviously, I mean, the commentary is going to it more clearly. Why do we need three cases? It seems to be saying the exact same thing. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, very often you see the Gomorrah says, uh, um, I'm just trying to think of the exact phrase that Gomorrah uses. says, what Mark say, class, why would I have three cases? Or what's each one coming to teach? And then it says, no, Tritha, you need this, because if not for this, you would have thought that. And you need the second case, because if not for the second case, you would have thought not in such a scenario. But the Gomorrah doesn't address it straight out. We will see over the page, let's call it uh, important clarifications in each case. But it doesn't ask that, that question explicitly, but the, com- the commentaries do discuss it. But I think let's go on. So in short, let's just um, focus on the first case that was given, the first case first. And that is, if someone says, the house, my, my ox that leaves my house first, my black ox that leaves my house first is Hegdesh, and outruns a white ox, they shall say, ah, that's Hegdesh, Tals, he's making it Hegdesh based on a false premise, it's still Hegdesh. And Beisil will say it is not Hegdesh. Now, we're going to see in the Gomorrah, so this is just to introduce it, is it large, this discussion of Hegdesh, Tals, whether something by mistake becomes Hegdesh, is largely based on another halacha by Hegdesh, and that is Tamura. Remember, Tamura is when you have a sanctified animal and you try to transfer the Kedusha to another one. So you have your white ox that is Kodosh, and you say, I want to transfer the Kedusha to the black ox. Now, that's a Tamura. Now, we know what's the halacha by Tamura? Firstly, it's a negative commandment. You're not allowed to do it. But if you do it, the second animal also becomes Kodosh. The Kedusha remains in the first animal, and the second animal also becomes Kodosh. So that is the... That is the... the, that, that's the Dinba Hegdesh. And we'll see in the Gemara, and then we'll read it inside the Rosh, that Hegde, um, a mistake by Tmura still takes effect. 
So Beisham, I say, will Hegdesh, Tumura, Hegdesh, Tumura and Hegdesh are the same discussion. Remember, Hegdesh is making something Kodosh, and Tumura is uh, trans, trying to transfer, making another animal Kodosh. So they're the same thing. So if we see that a mistaken premise by Tumura still takes effect, well then so too it should take effect by Hegdesh. So that's where the whole Mahloikis hinges around. Um, hinges around this. And therefore it comes out, this is um, what I wrote down last time, um, is Hegdesh Batals, when you sanctify something by mistake, is that like a neder, that it's not hal, which seems to be what Beis Hillel hold? And then, or or is it like Tamura? That's the first thing. And then we're going to discuss Nazir. Which one does Nazir fall under? Okay, so let's go into the Gemara. So, Beishama, Oimrim, Hegdesh, Vechulu. Beishama, I say, again, the Gemara assumed just to... Yeah, so, so that's the background of Tamura. Now, the Gemara assumes that we're discussing the one that came out first is Kodosh. Okay, let's just look at the line of the Mishnah again. Um, it's the end of the first line. It says, Ketzad, Omar, Shor, Shachor. Well, Ketzad, what's the case of... Hegdesh Batosh, Omar, if someone says, Shol Shachol Shiyatsami Beisi Rishon, if a black ox leaves my, my, the black ox that leaves my house first, Haray, who Hegdesh, it is Hegdesh, Beyatsalavon, and the white one comes out first. Beishama Omrim Hegdesh, Beishama say, it is Hegdesh. Which one's Hegdesh? Is it the black one he was thinking about, or is it the white one that came out first? So I think it sounds, I mean, this is. I think it sounds like the white one is Hegdesh. And either way, that's what the Gemara assumes, that the, the, the one that did come out first is Hegdesh. And again, as I pointed out, that's what he meant. He meant the ox that comes out first. It was just his expectation. He knows he has a very uh, enthusiastic young black ox that always pushes its way out the door first. So that's what he says. He says, the one that came out first, uh, sorry, the, my black ox that comes out first, is Hegdesh, but what he really means is the one that comes out first is Hegdesh. Um, now, my time, the Beishamai, what's the source of Beishamai? The Yalfin and Chilas Hegdesh, Misoif Hegdesh. We learn the start of Hegdesh from the result of Hegdesh. Interesting way of phrasing it, but Chilas Hegdesh is making something Kodosh, and Sof Hegdesh is the result of Hegdesh, is Tamura. Because that's the extending of a Hegdesh from this animal onto that, so that's the end, that's the result. Um, so again, so Trilas Hegdish is basically saying making something Hegdish and so Hegdish is Tamura. Says Ma Tamura Afilubitos Af Hegdish Afilubitos. Just as Tamura we know takes effect even where it's done by mistake, so too Hegdish is even where it's done by mistake. Basilo, I'm remember Basilo say Hani Mili Tamura. He says Basilo say that's a unique halacha by Tamura, but by achutai hegdesh to bring hegdesh down onto something, it would not work. It does not come down. I basilel say, but tmura there's already hegdesh in existence, and it just has to grow a little, extend a little. So there, it's easy to say it takes effect by mistake. But here you actually want to create hegdesh. This animal's completely full in. There's no hegdesh. There's no hegdesh inside. You want to create the Hegdesh, says that can't be done by mistake. That has, that has to be done with more clarity and conviction. Um, I just want to look at the Rosh because he expresses this idea very clearly based on where its, its primary sources. Now it's hard because I think the different versions are oh, this Rosh is structured, but in mine it's about the eighth line. 
So it says Misof Hegdesh from the end of Hegdesh. Tmura, that's referring to Tmura. Tmura Kari Soif Hegdesh Lefisha Kedusha Bo Mikoach Acheres because the Kedusha comes from another source. Ma Tmura Afilu Betols Kotamrin and Betmura Peregesh Korbanos. What do the the Gemara says just as Tamura can take effect by mistake. So he says this is based on the, the Gemorin Maseches um, Tamura, where there's an extra word, Yihiyeh, to exclude if someone makes something Tamura by mistake, as on purpose. And Rabbi Yochanan explains there, if you thought in his mind, I'm going to do the tamura onto the black ox for Omar Lovon, and he accidentally says the, the white one, or Kosovoloimer, tamuras oilev, Omar tamura shalim, Or he meant to say it's a tamura for the oila, and he accidentally says it's a tamura for the shlomim. And this is the same halacha as if he said, sorry, tamura. Sorry, that's on to our answer. So too, if he thought to say the black ox, and he said the white one, or the black ox will be a tamura, and he says the white one. So what's the Rosh say? Sorry, um, I just started reading. Um, the tamura, the Gemara explains there, Rabbi Yochanan explains there, that if someone says... Um, they, they've got their kodosh animal and they say I want to transfer the kadusha to my black ox and he accidentally says his white ox the white ox becomes kodosh so we see by Tmura that a mistake he meant in his mind the black ox but you go after what he said and it takes effect we see by Tmura a mistake takes effect so Beishamah come along and say well it's the same thing by Hegdash and that's our case he said the black ox which comes out first Meaning, but the white one came out first. You go after what he said. What what interesting? You're going after what he said. The emphasis is on the rishon, and it doesn't really matter which animal it takes. The kedusha takes effect, even by mistake. So the Gemara asks on this. He says, "Wait, this is difficult." Um, and this you'll you'll appreciate the difficulty. So he says, Lubaishama Ma ilu Omar Hareze Tahadze Lechetziayom, Mihave Tmura Mehishasa El Adamati Khatiyom. If someone says, I want the Tamura from this animal falling on that animal to take effect at midday, it does not um, it does not take effect at the Moti Khatiyom who the have tmura. Well, so to hear it should only happen when it occurs. I think the simplest way, I don't know if it's the most accurate way, is that he's, it's kind of a condition. He's saying, I want this animal to be, con- I'll, I'll, my, I want my black ox to be kodosh on condition it comes out. Or I want the animal to, that comes out first to be kodosh on condition it's black. It would be the same thing as if he says, I want this tamura to take effect at midday. We're not going to say that. Well, oh, we view that as he said something by mistake and it's a tamura immediately. No, it's a tamura only at midday. So, so to here we should say, it's only the one that comes out first is only kadosh if it's the black one. So why, why all of a sudden do we say it's a kadusha batos and it takes effect? It sounds more like a condition. 
Um, another way of phrasing the question is that by Tamura we saw you go after what he says, not what he intended. So it's irrelevant of whether he meant the animal that came out first only, you know. He said the black one that comes out first. You should have to meet the criteria of the black one that comes out first. Well, how can you all of a sudden say that's Hegdesh? You know, I'm sitting in my car and I'll say, my sheep are Hegdesh. And right there is an ox. It doesn't automatically become Hegdesh. It's got to fit in at least to some degree with what he's saying. So the Gemara Omar of Papa, Rav Papa says, What he was actually saying is, the Rishon is the black one that came out, um, the, the one that came out first. I watch it very interesting he's saying. He's not saying the first one, the black ox. Sorry, I'm just now, now I can't think of how to say it the other way. Um, he's not saying the ox that comes out first, which is black. He's saying the first black ox that comes out. Okay, so even though the white one came out first, in uh, reality, that's not against what he said, because what he was saying, the one that came out first of the black oxen. Yeah. So now, interesting enough, so we're changing, we're changing what we initially thought, because we initially thought that the white one is Kadosh, when we explained the Mishnah, and that's what the Gomorrahs have. I mean, what's now? We say, no, it's the black one that is Kadosh, and it's exactly what he said. He just, so that's what the Gomorrah says. He says, but didn't he say the black ox that comes out first? Implying that it's the, it could be a case where he only has one black ox. Says, this case is only relevant where he has two or three black oxen. And now, but now Basilo is very difficult. If you're telling me what this guy was saying is the the first of the black oxen which come out is Kodosh, why would Basilo say it's not Kodosh? The first of the black oxen. So he says, no, Basil, He shouldn't have said the black ox that comes out from my house first. He should have just said the first black one. There's a much simpler way to say it. By not saying it in a simpler way, clearly that's not what he means, and therefore it is not a good hagdesh. Um... So Amalei Rava, so, so that's Rav Popper's way of learning. Now, Rav Popper, so, so Rav Popper's way of learning resolves the difficulty in that it seems to be a condition that if it's a black ox that comes out first, then it's Korosh. So he says, no, that's not, so how can you say the white one is Korosh? Rav Popper's saying, you're right. You can't say it's Korosh. doesn't make sense to say it's Korosh. It's not meeting the condition. But... Um, Beis Hillel say, I'm um, sorry, but Sarah Papa says no, because we're interpreting his statement to mean the first of the black oxen. Now, Omelay Rabbi Manash, Ravashi, hi Hegdesh, but also Hegdesh, but Kavonu. He says, but wait, that's not a mistaken Hegdesh, that's 100% normal Hegdesh. Again, if I mean the first of the black oxen that come out is Hegdesh, and that's what I say, how can you call that a Hegdesh Batos, which our Mishnah, which this is all going on the Mishnah, where by Shammai Omrim, Hegdesh Tos, Hegdesh. Hegdesh by mistake is Hegdesh. And this is no, there's no mistake here. 
So he says, no, Mishum, the Ate Ledibure Kama, that's because he made a little bit of a mistake in the way he expressed it. I, we're calling it a mistake because it could have been misinterpreted. And interesting, we did misinterpret it. We understood his statement to mean it has to meet two criteria. It has to be the one that comes out first and black. We say, no, what he meant is the first of the black one. So that's why, again, it's not a real mistake. It's what he meant and what he said. He just said it vaguely. That's the novelty here. Okay, so that is Rav Popper's way of learning the Mishnah, and that, that stands. What we're just going to do now is we're going to challenge Rav Popper because it's, it's a semi-challenge on Rav Popper because um, what we're going to do is show that Beishamai actually holds even if it's a mistaken Hegdesh, it is valid. Again, based on what Rav, Rav, Rav Popper's just said, if it's a mistake, if he says the black one and it happens to be the white one, or he, you know, Beishamai say that does become Hegdesh. Rav Popper said it does not become Hegdesh. What we're going to show is that Beishil, you're right, Beishamai do hold that it becomes Hegdesh, even if it's a mistake, but that's not necessarily the case of our Mishnah. Yeah. I'll see you. No problem, I'll see you tomorrow. So if somebody by Shammai Hegdesh Betols law have a Hegdesh, does by Shammai really hold that Hegdesh Betols is not considered Hegdesh? But we learned in a Mishnah, Mishe Nodar Ben Nazir Venisha Lachachomim Vehetiro Vehoisolobah. If someone took a Neder to be a Nazir and he got the Chachomim to cancel it, now the Rosh points out this can't be the regular case that a uh, Nazir cancels it because Beishama holds you can't cancel and Nazir can't a Chochem can't um, cancel the Zerus so it must be here that he asked the Chochem and it turns out that his declaration was invalid so again so Misha Norab Nazir Nisha Chachem Beitiro if someone checked with the Chochem and it turned out that his Zerus was invalid and he had animals set aside for his um, for his nazirus. Tates of Atirabeda, they can go back into the flock. I don't have any kadusha at all. Oh, it seems you agree that Hegdesh that even though it's Hegdesh Batos, it goes and grazes in the field. It has no kadusha. Michal the Sovri Beishamai Hegdesh Betos have a Hegdesh. We see that Beishamai hold that Hegdesh Betos love a Hegdesh. Again, what's Beishilol challenge them? Says Beishilol say, how can you say that that is Hegdesh Betos? And you're saying it goes to graze in the field. Clearly Beishamai hold Hegdesh Betos law have a Hegdesh. Um, Um, yeah, so that's, um, I don't want to go into the whole discussion there and how the Mishnah answers later on, but the assumption is we do see that Beis Hillel assumed that Beis Shamael, Hegdesh Betos, is not, is Hegdesh, is a valid Hegdesh. So Ela Beis Hillel, who the Kotoi? No, you can actually say that it's Beis Hillel who made the mistake. Sovri Tamar, the Beis Shamael, assumed the Hegdesh Betos, have they? They thought that the reasoning behind Beis Shamael's Psak was that it's a mistaken Hegdesh and that is a valid Hegdesh. And Beishamai come along and say, no, it's not that it's Hegdesh, but Tolso, it's that he made a mistake in the way he expressed it. Ah, if you interpret his expre- expression, it actually all works out very well, but it's all with intent, it's all as it should have been, and it's not that he made a mistake. 
So now we chat. So, so where we're holding at the moment is okay, Rav Papa stands that Beish Om to the degree that we would say Beish Hamai do not hold that Hektesh Betos is a Hektesh. And what we're actually referring to in our Mishnah is just he, he, he expressed his term a little bit unclearly. You telling me that Bashama hold that Hegdesh Betos is not Hegdesh? Says Toshma, come and see from a Mishnah. This is tomorrow's daf. Come see from the following Mishnah. If there were people walking along, and they see someone walking towards them, as we'll see. So we have six friends walking along, or they're sitting down, and they see someone walking towards them. So. The one says, Behold, I'm a Nazir, that this is Ploini. This is Ruben. And the second one says, I'm a Nazir, that this is not Ruben. And then the third one says, I'm a Nazir. Because one of you is definitely a Nazir. The fourth one says, Now I'm taking a Nazir that one of you is not a Nazir. Sorry, that neither of you are Nazir. Um, then a fourth one, the fourth one, the fifth one says, I take a Nazir that both of you first two are Nazir. Again, this sounds very difficult because... Didn't the one say he's a Nazir if it is Reuven, and the one says it's a Nazir if he's not Reuven. I'll come to that soon. But one says, she, and the sixth one says, I take a Nazir, and the Jerem. That all four, five of you who've mentioned this are Nazirim. I'll be a, a Nazir. Beishamai, Oimrim, Kulam, Nazirim. Beishamai say that they are all, they all become Nazirs. Now, um, Basically, how we explain it when we get there, when we get there is that each one vowed to be a nazir and added the reason or the assumption why he's accepting upon himself a nazir and a nazirus. Right? So he basically is saying as a blanket statement, "I'm a nazir." Which is why, because I'm so confident as Ruvain. But, he's, but it's, in the, it's irrelevant of whether Ruvain is it is or isn't Ruvain. It's he's saying, "I'm a nazir." And why I'm basing, why I'm accepting upon myself the zeros is on you, is because that's Reuven. And the second one says, I'm a Nazir, that is not Reuven. Okay, well, whether or not it's Reuven, he's accepting that. And therefore, so too, if the one says, I'm a Nazir on condition you are both Nazirim, or neither of you Nazirim, which seems almost impossible, that, to be honest, in truth, they are both Nazirim. And therefore, he will also be a Nazir. And if he says, and, but it will be the same thing where he says, I'm a Nazir on condition, not, sorry, it's not on condition, he says, behold, I'm a Nazir, because you're both or all of you are Nazirim. He is, they are all Nazirim. Again, whether he understood that completely or not, or he says that neither of you, but again, that's irrelevant. The primary thing is that he's accepting upon himself Nazirus and he's explaining why he's accepting upon himself Nazirus. But it's not, another way to express it, it's not a vow on condition, but rather it is a full vow. And he's just mentioning the motivation. What motivated him to take the vow? I, a person, could say, I'm taking a neder against carbs, blanket rule. And then he says, um, because I want to lose weight, or because I'm allergic to gluten, or because. But that's not the condition. He's taking a neder to not eat carbs, and all those are uh, 
or uh, or uh, just what he's motivated to be. Now, but the Gemara points out for Hohacha Hegdesh Betolsu, but isn't this Hegdesh Betols? This is a Hegdesh on a mistake. Um, again, his motivation is mistaken. And this is the same as a Tmura by saying, I want the Tmura to transfer onto this black ox, thinking he means onto the white ox. We go after what he says. So here the person says, Behold, I'm a Nazir. We go after what he said, even though his premise for taking on the Nazirus is mistaken. So we see that Beishamai, this would be a classic case, again, based on the comparison with um, Tamura, this is a classic case of Hegdesh Patals, Bektani Kulam Nazirim, and Beishamai says all Nazirim. So we see very clearly that Beishamai do hold for Hegdesh Patals. So the Gemara says, Omri Sovri, Beishamai Hegdesh Patals have a Hegdesh. Hachalo, Beishamai said that Hegdesh Patals is Hegdesh. But here in our Mishnah, that is not the motivation. In our Mishnah, he might have been speaking literally about the first ox. And there's no clear declaration. So if you're going to say that that is what he meant, then it would be a condition and maybe Beishamai would also agree that it's not Hegdesh Betot. Therefore, a popper still has to come along and say no. What he meant is the first of the black oxen and again, it's not that you're right, it's not the classic sense of Hegdesh Batals where someone took a vow to sanctify something or to transfer it onto or to make something a Tmura and it was based on a mistaken premise. Either he took the Nero to be a Nazi, but the reason, the assumption why he took it doesn't isn't true, it is a valid Hegdesh. However, that's not the case of Amigda, Al Mishnah. That's, I mean, that's the classic case of of Hegdesh Betos. Um, but Al Mishnah is a case of Hegdesh, sorry, of where he just missed, he just phrased his Hegdesh wrong. As we said, when he said the black ox that leaves my house first, he meant the first of the black oxen which leave. Now we're going to give another answer. Omar Abaya Loikos don't think we're discussing where he's standing in the morning and he says, whichever ox leaves the house first, I, as we originally understood the Mishnah. So a pop is going to explain our Mishnah differently. He says, it's not as we understood that he's standing in the language. What are we dealing with here? It's where he says, he's standing in the afternoon and he says, oh, this morning, Ah, this morning. Oh, the black ox that left my, the house first, left the barn first, that is Hegdesh. For Omrulay, Lavanofa. He says, no, but it was the white one that went out first. For Omrulahon, oh, ye have a Yodona de Lavanofa, Lo Omri Shachar. Had I known that the white one came out first, I would not have made the black one. What are we saying? Aye. Now, this fits well with Tmura. Because, remember the whole thing, Beishamai's source for Hegdesh, but also Hegdesh is connecting it to, to Tmura. So how does this fit with Tmura? Because he by mistake said black, and the Hegdesh takes hold on the white one, as he meant the one that came out first. The Rosh explains the case very interestingly. He says, so what, so what happened here? You have this guy standing in the afternoon. He's confident that that morning the black ox left first. 
But he wants to say the animal that left the barn first, the, the ox that left the barn first is Kadosh. He's referring back to he, he, whichever one it was, but he thought it was the black one. So Rosh says, how do you get such a case? Like, did he not see which one left first? And if you didn't see which one left first, why did he assume it's the black one? So he says, uh, so the Rosh says, no, it's a, it's a farmer, cattle herder, who's very, very familiar with his oxen, and he recognized the footsteps. Well, he thought he recognized the footsteps, and therefore, based on that, he, he said, oh, I thought it was the black one. That sounded like his footsteps, and it turns out to be the white one. But again, his emphasis was on the one that left first. The Gemara asks, oh, says, how can you speak about where, he, where he's standing in the afternoon I, after the event occurred? But the money where he says, it says, if you have put my money in the gold one that will come out, in the future, I have to say, and all the cases have to be parallel. So it would be the same as the ox that will leave my house first. He's standing in the morning. He says, no, tonight, teach edit the mission slightly to teach the, the one that came out first again somehow he forgot which coin he took out of his wallet first thing that morning we have the same question it says the barrel of wine that I will pick up first Tony shall also know edit it to say the one that came out Okay, now we're going to bring a teaching from Rav Chizda and we're going to use our mission to analyze the accuracy of Rav Chizda's teaching a black ox in a white herd is bad. It decreases their value. The white oxen are much more valuable and the black oxen is not valuable. Not good. And similarly, a white patch on a black ox decreases its value. Now, Tran, we learned in our Mishnah. The, the ox that left my house first is Hegdesh. Okay, and we've added it to say that we'll leave. That, yeah, that, no, it's not that we'll leave. This, this is that, that we'll leave. But we mean that left. So the show that left my, my, the black ox that left my house first is Hegdesh. And we said, which one's Hegdesh? The white one. But don't we assume that when someone sanctifies something, we assume he's being uh, stingy? Again, when someone comes to donate, there's a machlokas, when someone comes to, or a discussion, when someone comes to donate something to the temple, do we assume they're being generous, are they including more, or are they being restrictive and including less? So if someone, again, would he mean his more valuable oxen, or would he mean his less valuable oxen? But, so now we're saying that a person, let's assume that a person is magdish ba'ai in ra'a, they sanctify things stingily. So he says, when he so he said the black ox that comes out first will be Hegdesh, and we're assuming he's restrict, he's stingy in his donations. For Omri Ben Shammai have a Hegdesh, and Ben Shammai said is Hegdesh, the Elomai Ben Yofer, which one's Hegdesh? The white one says the Elomai Ben Yofer Magdish. You're telling me that must be his sanctifies thing generously. You're going to tell me when he said the black ox. And the white one came out first, and we're more than happy to say, by Shama, more than happy to say the white one is the one that is Hegdesh. He must, we must be saying that people donate generously. And that's what he says. Well, I meant the one that left first, uh, even if it was a better quality one than I actually mentioned. Again, if you're going to say behind raw Magdish, then have to say that when he says the black one, he's being specific. You can't just upgrade it. So it must be behind Yoffe, and that's why we can say he has no problem with 
upgrading it. He says, but then that doesn't line up with the next clause in the mission. He says, Dino Shazov Shiyale Biodi Rishon Kesef. If he says the golden coin that I take out first, and he took out a silver one, Beishama Omrim Hegdesh. Beishama say it is Hegdesh. Now again, if you Magdish Ba'ayin Yafeh, when he mentions gold, it would be specific, and therefore the silver one should not become Hegdesh. The Elamai Ba'ayin Ra Magdish. So we must be saying that he is Ba'ayin Ra. He donates gingerly. So when he said gold, he was like accepting if it's gold, but he'd be more than too ha- more than happy if it was the silver one that came out first. And but then wait, Chovishil shall yayin shetale biadi rishon for Allah shall shemen beishama omrim hegdesh for Hashem and arif miayin. But then we have the other way around. If someone said the the barrel of wine that I pick out first will be hegdesh, and it comes out that it was a barrel of oil, beishama said sanctified. But again, oil is more valuable than wine. So what are we doing here? We're upgrading. You can only say that if you assume that someone is sanctified something generously. So which one is it? So the and again, this is all based, remember, on Rav Chizda telling us that a black ox is less valuable than a white ox. That's what started this discussion because remember he mentioned the black ox that leaves the house first, and we said even the white one becomes kadosh. So the moral says no. Says regarding the last clause, it's no difficult. We could be discussing in the Galil where wine is actually more valuable than oil. However, the first point is difficult to Okay, we're assuming, but gold to silver is clear. So we assume that people are magdish with ayin yafe, and therefore the first case, black must be more valuable. Ayin, sorry, um, white. Um, sorry, I mixed up. Um, people are magdish ba'ayin raw. As we saw, even this, he, he said gold, but if silver comes out, it is hegdesh. Well, then you've got to say that about the same point, and then you're saying that white oxen are more valuable, whereas Rav Chista said the other way around. So the Qumran says, Rav Chista says, I was referring to karmanai oxen certain type of ox where white is better but when you have regular oxen um, then you go after the uh, when you have regular oxen black is more valuable now another teaching of Rav Chizda which you're going to line up with this discussion black oxen hides are the most valuable sumka lebisra Red oxen have the best flesh. And Chiyura white oxen are most suited for plowing. Now, the Gemara's assumption, if a black ox, obviously you can use the hide, which is most valuable, and you can get away with um, plowing with it. So it can't be any less valuable than the black one. say a black ox in a white herd is detrimental because black oxen are worth less and we've just how um, he's just explained oxen it makes more sense to say that a black one is actually valuable it's got the best heart and clearly you can use it for plowing so iki omri batura de kurmanai yeah the will tell you when he said his halacha regarding white oxen being more valuable that's with the specific karmanai type of oxen but in general black oxen 
would be considered more valuable. Okay, and that explains it, and that fits in with our Mishnah. We'll leave it there for today, and we'll start a new Mishnah tomorrow.